Good evening, Hampton Roads. Welcome to another edition of Dollars and Common Sense, your local source for objective, unbiased financial advice. I'm certified financial planner Kevin Zivna. Alongside me, as usual, CFP Allison Dubril. Together, we come to you live every second and fourth Tuesday of the month to dialogue with you, take your calls if you have a question or comment relating to your personal financial situation. Then we'd love to hear from you. All we need is your first name, city you're calling from, and no matter what Allison and I are talking about, if it's important to you, it's important to us, we'll get you right on air. 757-627-7979. That's 627-7979. Wealthway Financial Advisors is the proud sponsor of Dollars and Common Sense. We are an independent registered investment advisor, which means we're legally held to a fiduciary standard to put our clients' interests ahead of our own in any business dealing, and that's the way it should be when you work with a financial advisor. As the premier financial planning firm in Hampton Roads, we integrate expert investment management with customized ongoing financial planning advice to help our clients answer life's big financial questions and enhance their quality of life. So by design, we can't work with everyone. We work with a relatively small group of high net worth individuals, but that's one of the reasons we feel so strongly about coming here every second and fourth Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. And that's to reach out and help as many people in the Hampton Roads listening area that we can achieve your measure of financial success because it is a core belief at Wealthway Advisors that the overwhelming majority of people in this country have the opportunity for financial security if they take it. But it does take some time, it takes some effort, and it takes some knowledge. We are here to help. You got to take that first step, though. Pick up the phone, give us a call, 757-627-7979. Whether you want to talk about anything having to do with the investment markets, the economy, insurance products like life insurance, health insurance, property casualty, taxes, tax planning, tax reduction stra- uh, strategies, retirement planning, retirement plans, 401ks, TSPs, 403bs, uh, IRAs, Roth IRAs, mortgage options, social security claiming strategies, or estate planning, wills and trusts. All that and more falls under the umbrella of personal finance. We are here to discuss tonight. 757-627-7979. Good evening, Allison. Good evening. Happy fall. Is it fall? I th- yes, officially. Okay. I'm mourning the end of summer, but everyone else is very excited about fall, so I'm trying to get on board. I've got my orange on today, and I've eaten dozens of pumpkin spice cookies <laughs> since this weekend i believe fall or autumn is mm. the most popular of all four seasons we have a poll on that i could get on board totally if it wasn't followed by winter because i'm just the whole time of fall i'm dreading winter <laughs> otherwise it'd be perfect winter is coming right otherwise i'd be totally on board but I am on board with pumpkin spice. So there we go. And so am I, truth be told. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, tonight we want to talk about weathering the bear market. For those of you that watch any media outlet, <laughs> listen to this radio station, uh, watch your own investment accounts. You have seen choppy waters over really this whole year. We were at all-time highs in the markets in January. We reached an official bear market in June, bounced up a little bit from bottoms in June, in July, and now we find ourselves back in what is defined as bear market territory. Yeah, and a bear market 
is there's no official financial technical dis, uh, designation of a bear market. It's really a colloquial term that signifies a, at least a 20% drop from some peak to trough in a stock or an index, have you. And so in the S&P 500, we reached our all-time high on January 4th of this year. And where we sit today on the S&P 500 is down about 24% from that all-time high. So that is an official bear market for the second time this year. Uh, That's a rarity. Usually once one occurs, um, we don't come out of it and then go back into it. But um, None of these things are predictable in the short run, and so that's where we find ourselves. And while we spend 90% of our time on this show talking about financial planning topics, a big part of our practice is investment management, and so it's appropriate from time to time to speak to uh, some topics that relate to investment management and specifically to a bear market, what to do. Because we know from professional experience, this is when most people make the big mistake. And if we can save a few people from making the big mistake or even capitalizing on this bear market, then we will feel like we have done some good in the world today. Mm-hmm. So what should you do in a bear market? Well, how you react largely depends on you and your phase of life. So by and large, for most people, what you should probably do is nothing. If you already have a plan in place, if you have an investment plan in place and you have a financial plan that you're working, then typically you've already should have planned for this eventuality. And your job is to sit back and do nothing and not make the big mistake of selling out at lows. Yeah, generally speaking, you don't want to react to short-term market movements. You want to be proactive and thoughtful in your portfolio design and construction. And part of that process is recognizing that uh, on average, about uh, every five or six, sometimes maybe seven years, there is an official bear market. Uh, And you need to embrace the fact that neither you nor anyone else, myself included, can predict precisely when a bear market is going to occur. And more money is lost um, trying to avoid a bear market than is actually ever lost in a bear market because people don't react appropriately to it. And the pain of seeing their account balance continually decline day after day, month after month, eventually wears on people to the point where they feel they have to do something. And that doing something usually means selling. And when you sell, you lock in your losses, and then you have to hope that you somehow have the timing right again to buy back into the market if that strategy is going to be at all successful. And overwhelmingly, it is not. And that is how you lose real money uh, as an investor. Yeah, once you sell out, getting back in is even more terrifying because you've made a decision and now you have to try to make a second timing decision, which is, is very difficult to do because getting back in You should get back in at all-time lows when sentiment is completely dismal and everyone's panicked and everything feels horrible. And it's 
very difficult to do that. Very few people can actually stomach getting back in at the lows once they've gotten out. No, that's a it's it's all it's counterintuitive. It's it's almost impossible if you if you saw your account balance decline so much that you felt you had. And you were so scared about the prospects of the economy and the stock market that you had to sell out. In order for that to be effective, you have to wait for the stock market to go even lower and then buy back And in. look even worse and feel right, even worse. Right, and with and more negative headlines <laughs> and, and more negative sentiment. Uh, and, and then you would have to have the courage to then buy back in even lower. And that's how it would work. But most people, virtually all people, don't do that. They wait until things get better and the news sounds better and the economic statistics get better and corporate profitability gets better and the stock market rises in response to that good news and then they wait then they then they buy back in having missed a good part if not all of the recovery mm -hmm. so market timing doesn't work for anyone so what should you do during a bear market? Now, we already said there's no one-size-fits-all plan. Your plan and how you work your plan should be very specific to you and your situation, but we'll give you some general general direction yeah, here. Yeah, don't, don't get your advice from your brother-in-law or your hairstylist <laughs> or golf your buddy. Uh, golf buddy or your cubicle mate in the office. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's got a theory. Everyone's got, a, in times of crisis, every, everyone's got uh, a philosophy. Everyone's going to tell you what they're going to do. Y you do what's best for you. Right. I mean, everyone's personal situation is so different and you most likely don't really know the ins and outs of what that person giving you advice has going on. And almost invariably it's wrong anyway. <laughs> right. All right. We're going to pause right here. Uh, we got a caller on the line and we're going to go out to Virginia Beach to speak with Chris. Good evening, Chris. You're on Dollars in Common Sense. Thanks for the call. Hello. Um, my name's Chris. Um, I'm 35 and I've been with my company, they match 6% dollar for dollar, and um, I'm at 12% now because we're in a program where every there's a, there's a feedback in my handset. We can hear you okay. Okay. Um, let me put you on speaker. So um, I'm at 12% now. They match 6 mm -hmm. So their program has put us year after year they bump you up a percentage point and i'm wondering if in this market whether or not i need to rein that back a little bit because i've lost a lot of money in my 401k mm -hmm. that's a great question and Chris. what and that's most people's natural instinct mm -hmm. and it's the exact opposite of what you should is do it? yes okay no this is an excellent buying opportunity. So for people who have a company retirement plan and are contributing with every paycheck to that retirement plan. So I'm, I'm putting about $400 a paycheck. Mm -hmm. We get paid bi-weekly. Yep. So I'm, I'm putting that in. They match 6%. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm right at like three ninety five dollars per paycheck. Yeah. Um, but I don't have anybody managing a portfolio Mm -hmm. um, it's all um, company-based through Voya. And um, should, should I – do you guys have a contact or someone you can recommend me? Maybe I can diversify? 
Yeah, well, okay. So two separate things. Uh, first, how much okay. you contribute to the plan. And then secondly, where do you put the money inside the plan once it gets there? So you indicated that the value of, the of the, your account is declining with the general decline in the stock market. And so you, you're feeling anxious about that and you prefer to like stop the hemorrhaging and you feel like your money throwing money into a black hole. Right. And it's, and it just keeps that's, going that's down. That's exactly what it, yeah, I feel like throwing $800 a month into this 401k is not returning. Well, a couple of years ago, it was great. <laughs> sure. Right. 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 <laughs> it was amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I, and that's exactly what it does feel like. Um, and, but these occasional temporary bear markets are part of the investment cycle. And so the one of the best things you can do to combat a bear market is number one, keep contributing to the your 401k plan. Don't stop, don't reduce. Number two, if you can afford it, now is an excellent time to not just keep contributing, but increase what you're Yes, what you're contributing. And I know it's not going to buying power is greater. Yes, you're buying more. You're buying effectively buying more shares at lower prices. And when the eventual inevitable recovery happens, which I'm not predicting when that's going to be. I have no idea. No one else has an idea anyway. But we do know it will happen when that happens. This is where the money gets made. This is what buying low, you described it, Chris, this is what buying low feels like. Everyone knows the trite expression of you know, successful stock, buy low, sell high. Ah, so funny, so easy. So easy. Right, <laughs> anyone can do it. Well, buying low well, typically doesn't it. feel good because you're buying it in a declining market and you are buying when all the news swirling around you on a regular basis doesn't feel good and you probably have people chirping in your ear like, oh man, I, I wouldn't invest in the market now. That's, you know, I'm scary you don't know where that's no this we can tell you unequivocally chris from professional experience this is the best time to be adding money to your retirement plan uh keep at it increase it where you can now the second part of your question is like what do i do with it once it's in the plan that's a little bit more technical a little bit more specific to you we couldn't give you that advice over the air without knowing a lot more about the plan and yourself but it sounds like you're in an equity, you know, like a stock type of investment. Um, and that's where you should be at this stage of life and and this point in time. So don't feel bad about that. Okay. So they send me a portfolio quarterly from our, uh, from Boya, our investment company. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't know what I'm looking at. Should I take that to somebody and maybe because we have so many options mm -hmm. through this, um, and I don't know what I'm looking at. Right. To be honest with you, stock market stuff is. I'm a I'm a heavy equipment mechanic, and I that's all I know. And I, <laughs> I don't, don't know. know I don't know about. what you do, Chris. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
we're even. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that is um, a challenge for almost everybody that has a 401k. They, they, it's overwhelming. They don't understand it, and they don't know what to do. There should be a contact for you to reach out to at Voya. So the place to start might be your human resources contact who might know okay. of a specific person at Voya that is assigned to your plan that can sit down with you, talk to you about your circumstances and help you make sure you're in the right investments for you. So I would start okay. with your HR, and they should know who you can contact at Boya. And if it's not a person, then it's at least typically a call center with people, uh, or sometimes it's starting at a website where you log into and answer some uh, questions that that can help guide you. But there are almost always are resources there. You just got to work through your employer to find them. And just really okay. big picture, you know, 35 is very young. So there's no concern. There's no time. This is not the time to be conservative is what I mean to say. Mm. Um, you know, okay. these, you have so many years ahead of you. So these are buying opportunities, not the time to get yeah, it's, it's, conservative. Really, it's really hard with the mortgage and the car payments and everything. Mm -hmm. And the inflation is just, yeah. we've really had to tighten our belts right now. And it's, mm -hmm. You're doing I mean, a great... My wife and I are both paycheck to paycheck, yeah. pretty mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I really commend you for saving 12% because that so many people don't take advantage of their employer-sponsored plan, and you're getting you know free money on that match. So you're doing all the right things. So just keep so they, doing they what you're doing. They the program to where they, they match you 6%, but they want you to get to the 6%, yes. and every year... Unless you opt out of it, they bump it, it up. It increases, yep. Mm -hmm. Every year, yep. It's pretty common. Which has been good because when it wasn't, when the economy wasn't so bad and, you know, I didn't notice that 1% every year, but the past couple of years, you know, that 2 or 3% has it's shown its face now. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's been tough. Well, uh, but yeah, so I'll, just hold, I'll just hold on. We'll tighten our belts and... Um, We'll keep on keeping on. I, I really appreciate your advice. Okay, Chris. Yeah, thanks for thanks for the call. If you can stick with it, if you can get through this point, um, I, can, I can tell you with a high degree of probability, when you look back at this point in time, three years into the future, five years into the future, you are going to be very happy that you continued contributing to your plan in the level that you did. Um, because the probability is exceptionally high that the market will be higher then than it is today. So don't give up. Okay. So should I, should I keep it at the 12% and not keep going up another percent? Because I don't know how much because we're getting to that time at the end of the year where they're going to bump me up another percent. Well, I wonder how the plan would Will you or your wife have a pension in retirement? Do either of you have a no, pension neither, plan? Neither. No, she's a nurse. I'm a heavy equipment mechanic. Mm -hmm. I work for a pretty reputable company, but well, there's no pension. But as no, a, and as a nurse, your wife doesn't have a pension. No, she works for a family practice. Okay, got it. So, yeah, okay, there's no pension. Well, long term, I think you're where you need to be at twelve percent. We typically recommend people save work towards saving 15 percent of their income unless there's going to be some 15. pension income um in the future okay. so 12 is great if you if you can stomach the increase 
do it. Otherwise, it. otherwise you can opt out until you get another pay raise and then then take the opportunity to go up a percentage the next time you get a pay raise, maybe. They didn't give us, um, they decided not to give us cost of living right. increases to match the inflation. They gave us a one-time payout, which was like 1300 bucks or something like that. And it's inflation being 8.3 and probably going to continue to increase to probably well, close to nine at the end of the year, I'm assuming. Yeah, if you don't get uh, a pay raise and, you know, then you can't stomach the increase, that's okay. If you can just hold the line at 12% until maybe inflation comes down and you get the next raise, you'll be you'll still be on a great path. Okay, so 15 is where I need to see myself here in a couple of years. Long term, that would be ideal. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. All right, Chris. All right, thanks guys. for the call. I we really appreciate your your help. Okay, thanks a lot, You're Chris. So we really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to stop here, take a short break. We're going to be right back after these messages. If you got another call like Chris, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call. Studio line seven five seven six two seven seven nine seven nine. She's Allison. I'm Kevin. You're listening to Dollars and Common Sense on AM seven ninety WNIS. And welcome back to Dollars and Common Sense, your local source for objective, unbiased financial advice. Alongside certified financial planner Allison DeBrill, I'm CFP Kevin Zivna. We're from Wealthway Financial Advisors, the premier financial planning firm in Hampton Roads, where we integrate expert investment management with customized ongoing financial planning advice to help our clients answer life's big financial questions and enhance their quality of life. For more information about us, you can look us up online at wealthwayadvisors.com. Once there, you can request an information packet to find out what it's like to work with us or sign up for a free quarterly newsletter at wealthwayadvisors.com. Just go to the contact page, put your name and address in there, select the appropriate drop-down menu, and we'll get that information out to you later on this week. And that's all we will use your name and address for is just to send you the information you request. Or you want to talk it out, you got some more nuanced questions, speak to a live human being, give us a call at the office, 757-456-2200. I want to remind everybody, our next show will be in two weeks on Tuesday. Our next live show will be in two weeks on Tuesday, October 11th at 6 p.m. But if you can't listen to us live every second and fourth Tuesday, then you can get the show as a podcast. Search for Dollars and Common Sense wherever you get your podcasts. Download us. Take us with you wherever you go. Listen at your leisure. And if you're into social media, we are too. We're on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can search for Wealthway Financial Advisors. Hit that old like button and we will be friends. And I guess, and every once in a while we put up an interesting post. Yes. That will entice you. Yes, exactly. And enlighten you <laughs> and amaze you and delight you. Well, let's not overpromise here. <laughs> in the meantime, you can give us a call here on the studio line. If you have a question or comment relating to your personal financial situation, uh, jump in there and uh, let's have a conversation. 757-627-7979. We've been talking about the current bad weather in the markets, we can call it, bear markets, and what you should do and should not do. Our first point, the first thing you should take away from this conversation tonight is that there's no one-size-fits-all solution. Your plan should be 
custom to you based on your circumstances. Hopefully you're not reacting to the market. Hopefully you are acting on a long-term investment plan and a long-term financial plan. But really, what you need to do is focus on, instead of focusing on all the noise and all the things that you have absolutely no control over, we recommend focusing on what you can control. So you can control a, a number of things in your personal financial situation that can help you get through this temporary decline in market on re- relatively unscathed. Yeah, one of the first things you control is how much money you got in your emergency fund, right? Or do you have an emergency fund? Uh, regularly defined in the financial planning profession as about three to six months of life expenses tucked away in a bank account, safe and sound, not really earning much interest at this point. We know that. That's not the purpose of this money. It's in case you have some unexpected, unforeseen life event. You have that cushion of cash sitting there uh, waiting to be used, and you don't have to go into debt. You don't have to put it on a credit card that you can't pay off, and then all of a sudden have to pay a lot of interest, and then you start spiraling, uh, going down the hole in the debt spiral. Um, Emergency fund is a great security blanket that can help you weather um, trying times. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully you have your emergency fund squared away. The other thing you can focus on is your cash flow. So if you are in the accumulation phase, if you're still working and earning income, is your income likely to be affected by this downturn in the market? Uh, For most people, that are still adding to their investments and saving, no, this downturn would not impact their income and wouldn't impact their daily lifestyle. So you can take comfort in the fact that you still have an income source. And hopefully you are saving some of that income source. Like our last caller, Chris, he called, he was doing a great job deferring 12% into his employer-sponsored plan. And his question was, should I stop this? This feels scary. Well, we talked at length that, no, this is not the time to stop. It's the time to continue, if not increase, how much you're adding in to your investment accounts. In fact, if you have you know, too much sitting in your bank or uh, extra money you happen to come into at this time in your life, this is a great time to invest it and put it in the market while things are on sale. Mm -hmm. I like to use the analogy of the grocery store. I think it just helps put it in perspective that if bananas suddenly fell by 20%, would you... (laughs) How much are bananas? I don't even like bananas. I don't know why I chose I bananas. I like bananas. Okay, so we'll go with bananas. <laughs> if if bananas went on sale by twenty percent, I mean, you I might would, be tempted to I wouldn't to know because I don't up. know what bananas got. But I was. I but would. You might. I would buy more tempted. bananas because okay. I like bananas. Let's do something different. What if iPhones went on sale? <laughs> well, 20%? I'm a, I'm a Google oh, guy. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, we're divided here. I'm Apple. Camp Apple. He's Camp Google. <laughs> Okay, what if smartphones went on sale by 20%? Would you automatically try to sell your smartphone or would you maybe consider upgrading your Mm -hmm. smartphone and investing or buying a new one? Stocks are on sale right now. You You can get the same thing for less money. So it is a good time to add. But like Chris started out with his question, it 
it's counterintuitive mm-hmm. to the average person. When it when you see the money, it's been January. January fourth was the actual tippy top peak of the U.S. stock market, and so here we are in uh, late September, and it's been a slow and steady decline in value. And while we consider that short term from an investing perspective, we consider anything up to two, maybe three years short term. A year, eight months feels like a really long time when every month you open your statement or every if you go online every day and look at your account, it feels like a really long time. It's not. This is still short term from an investment perspective. So the thing you can control here is if you are continuing to invest, keep going. If you have the means to increase what you're uh, regularly contributing to an investment plan, Increase it. If you aren't investing at this point in time, now is a great time to start. That's what you can control. Now, on the other side of that equation are those that are not still earning income, that are not still saving, that might be withdrawing from their investment portfolio. And this can be certainly can be very scary or unsettling to go through. Yeah, that that's that's definitely a different equation. So people who are fully in retirement. Uh, living off Social Security, maybe pension, maybe not, uh, and then their their life savings, their nest egg, their investments, their portfolio. If they're living off their investments at this point, which m- many of our clients in our practice are, then that's a different, uh, a little bit different equation, um, because as you are withdrawing your money from your portfolio on a regular basis, as the market is declining, as the portfolio value is declining, now you're taking out bigger chunks of your portfolio with each declining month. And if the if the market goes down or portfolio value goes down too far or stays down too long, then you can really start eating away at that principle in your portfolio. And when the ultimate recovery uh, comes, you aren't going to have as much to recover. Now, that's where the magic of ongoing analytical financial planning can put your mind to ease. All we get out of investment management is a rate of return. And overwhelmingly, the people who invest in the United States, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to peg it around 90%, all they do is just invest. And most of that 90%, who do invest, uh, don't even know what their rate of return is because they don't get it properly calculated by their broker or their uh, advisor or whoever, or their online Robinhood account or, you know, they don't even know what the rate of return is. But that's all you get out of investment management anyway is a rate of return. But the rate of return doesn't tell you what you need to do. Ongoing analytical financial planning advice tells you what you need to do, if anything. And so for our clients who who are going into retirement or in retirement, that's why we are always monitoring, managing, recommending a withdrawal distribution income plan for them through for their portfolio that is largely sustainable through these inevitable market downturns. This is what we would consider at this point so far, uh, average bread and butter bear market that should have been planned for before you went into retirement. And if it wasn't, 
that's when you're liable to panic. Yeah, I recently heard this analogy, and I really like it, that investors should prepare for bear markets like skydivers prepare for jumping out of an airplane. I like this because my husband is a skydiver. He used to be a skydiver. Mm-hmm. And uh, skydivers, when they jump out of a plane, they plan they prepare for that parachute not to open. They mm-hmm. always have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. So you should always have a plan for this eventuality. It's an eventuality. Right. It happens every five to six years. We know this. Anyone who calls themselves a financial advisor should expect, should should coach their clients that this is expected. Unfortunately, most don't. Uh, and what most do for their clients is lull them into a false sense of security that that advisor is going to avoid the market downturn. No, no, they're not. They're going to tell you that, and you're going to feel good about hearing that, but when it eventually happens, you're going to see that, no, that's not the case, and you're going to be disappointed. So just know that timing these types of market downturns is virtually impossible to do well it is impossible to do with any consistency it's virtually impossible to do any like one time you know you just avoiding the downturn is one decision then you have to decide when it's time to get back in you know that's two decision points and the odds right there are stacked against virtually everybody so all right we got to take a uh, pause right here take a short break we're going to be right back after these messages you have a question or comment you want to jump in on the conversation give us a call 757-627-7979 she's allison i'm kevin you're listening to dollars and common sense on am 790 wnis And welcome back to Dollars and Common Sense, your local source for objective, unbiased financial advice. Alongside certified financial planner Allison Dubril, I'm CFP Kevin Zivna. We're from Wealthway Financial Advisors, the premier financial planning firm in Hampton Roads, where we integrate expert investment management with customized ongoing financial planning advice to help our clients answer life's big financial questions and enhance their quality of life. For more information about us, look us up online at WealthwayAdvisors.com, where you can request an information packet to find out what it's like to work with us, or sign up for a free quarterly newsletter at WealthwayAdvisors.com. Just go to the contact page and put all your necessary information in there, and we'll get that information out to you later on this week. Our next show will be in two weeks on Tuesday, October 11th at 6 p.m. as usual. But if you can't catch us live every second and fourth Tuesday of the month, then get this show as a podcast. Search for Dollars in Common Sense wherever you get your podcasts. Download us. Take us with you wherever you go. Listen at your leisure. 757-627-7979. If you have a question or comment relating to your personal financial situation, we'd love to hear from you. Right now, we're going to hear from Bob, who's in Norfolk. Good evening, Bob. You're on Dollars and Common Sense. Yeah, hi, uh, Kevin and Allison. I just wanted to call and comment on, uh, I really respect and admire the way you guys, uh, you know, tutor uh, people like Chris. He was sounding like he's kind of scared, and most most of these young people are pretty scared, I guess. I'm I'm an old guy. I'm not worried about it. I'm I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But what does scare me <clears throat> is uh, I'm in mutual, I mean, uh, uh, variable annuities, and some people hate them, some people love them. Over 40 years, they've done pretty well for me, actually. Probably paid a little bit more than I should have in commissions. I don't know. 
But one thing is, I don't know the business, so I let him do it. But uh, I've come up from about, I guess, seventy-five thousand to uh, it's one point one billion now, or maybe one. I don't, I don't know. But it, it, the market has done well. It, but when you get older, and uh, <clears throat> depending on your financial situation, it can, it can be pretty scary. I don't know if I would go this heavily in stocks uh, if I continue with it. I'm not going to take everything out. But uh, there are very few options that will are completely safe, and I think you've you've uh, mentioned those. And there's absolutely no way to get around the tax ban. <laughs> so, uh, I what does scare me is is how the world situation can affect the stock market. I, I didn't realize that politics and what's going on now uh, could have such an effect, and uh, it's it is pretty scary. But you definitely don't want to bail out, do you? Well, I think we would probably disagree with a little bit of that there, Bob. I mean, politics can have some short run uh, Mm -hmm. influence on the markets, but it doesn't have very much long run influence on the market. And despite anyone's politics, there is no statistical correlation between the party of the sitting president and the performance of the stock market or the predominant party in Congress and the stock market. There, there is no correlation. You cannot say that one party is better than the other uh, when it comes to stock performance. And I, I think one more other thing we would add in there is just because you're getting retired, that's, that's not the end, right? So you don't have to get overly conservative when you go into retirement. Retirement is just a transition phase. And for most people of reasonable health, they probably have another third of their life ahead of them, 25 to 30 years. That's still long term. That still uh, argues from our point of view for remaining uh, still largely invested in equities because that's where you're going to get your best long-term performance. Maybe I didn't uh, state that correctly. I didn't mean current political party, although I think it has some effect on it. I'm, maybe maybe the world situation in general, what's happening and, and the effects of overseas and just everything in general. It's kind of a rough time. But we're going to pull out of it. Uh, but uh, right now with this uh, inflation, <clears throat> that's that's hurting a lot of stuff. Housing, uh, purchasing, you name it. You know mm-hmm. all about it. So. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I don't know. I'll tell you, I've, on the other hand, I've got way too much money in a credit union making 1.8%, but it's not going anywhere. And that's pretty reassuring just, just to have that. And it's a pretty sizable amount. But I'm not going to put everything in the market at this point, but I'm not going to take everything out either. Uh, what? I'll take this off the air if you want to elaborate, but what? At this point, would you recommend for for new, newbies uh, coming into uh, investing to to get into uh, uh, annuities, mutual funds, whatever? But anyway, thanks a lot. I'm an old listener from Dan Bunting, and I think Aww. you uh, worked a little bit with Dan. Right. All right, right, yeah. Well, thanks for saying that, Bob. Yeah, Dan Bunting, the uh, predecessor to Wealthway Financial Advisors, Bunting Capital Management. Uh, and then before that, uh, you probably don't remember this, but Dan was with Fritz Fries and Fries and Associates. They were probably one of the first uh, financial radio shows on WNIS in the late 80s. 
Uh, and then Dan broke away in the mid-90s, uh, and then he retired in 2015, and uh, then we renamed the company in 2018. But, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, well, if you like, like if you saw, heard the first half of the show, Bob, I mean, now is as good a time to get started for anyone investing. This is one of the best times to start adding money into uh, a depressed market. This is what buying low feels like. Now, you're in a different stage of life. You're in a different economic situation than people are starting out. So what's you know um, important for them is not what's important for you necessarily. So completely different decision sets and different decisions would be made. Uh, but there is always a crisis of the day. We will never get away from a period of time where there will be perfect certainty. And I always read, there's so much uncertainty in the market these days. There is never a time when there is not uncertainty. There is always uncertainty. But despite it all, we persevere. And you got to remember, the stock market is not some... I don't know, magic uh, crystal ball, I know, something, that's not the right term. Black but hole. Black hole, right, thank you. It is made up of real American companies that produce legitimate goods and services that they sell for a profit. And that profit is what investors are buying, the, the current and future profits of those companies. And yes, from time to time, for a variety of economic reasons, those profits can decline. That's normal and natural. It doesn't go straight up. But over the long run, the incentives built into the uh, capitalistic economic forces of the U.S. economy and most of the world's economy are such that companies are able to grow their profits on average year over year about seven to nine percent on average in the aggregate that's why the stock market performs similarly so occasional temporary market pullbacks like we're experiencing right now is the price that we have to pay to enjoy long-run rates of return that can be eight nine ten percent even higher in some other asset classes over certain periods of time so i just want to make sure that we all Understand that this is normal and natural. Um, what's right for you is not right for everyone else. Hopefully, we've been able to give some general guidance on what to do through this bear market and how to take advantage of it where appropriate. Right. Hopefully, you have a plan in place that is customized to you and your financial situation, and you can continue to operate your plan and not make any, uh, not react emotionally to what's going on in the markets. And we'll be back in two weeks at, uh, on October 11th, on Tuesday at 6 p.m. live, and we can pick up the conversation there. I don't think the world will be remarkably changed by that point. But uh, if you want more information about us in the meantime, go to WealthwayAdvisors.com, get an information packet, sign up for a free quarterly newsletter, Give us a call at the office. We'd love to hear from you. But we'll be back in two weeks, October 11th. And get the show as a podcast. If you can't get us live, search for Dollars and Common Sense. For Certified Financial Planner Allison DeBrill, I'm CFP Kevin Zivna. You've been listening to Dollars and Common Sense on AM790 WNIS. The preceding program was sponsored and paid for by Wealthway Financial Advisors. We are solely responsible for its content.